I'm Arjo from Gracia. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 17th of August, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Let's kick this week off with the Killers incident. On Tuesday the 15th, the American band The Killers held a concert at the Black Sea Arena in Batumi before performing one of their songs. Brandon Flowers, the lead singer, asked the audience if anybody knew how to play drums. The person who raised their hand turned out to be Russian. Despite all the booing and middle fingers from the crowd, the group performed the song with a Russian drummer. The front man of the Killers addressed the audience and said that the listeners in the stadium were brothers and sisters, that a person's nationality didn't matter, and that there should be no borders between countries. Flowers' address caused even greater displeasure from the audience, and many of the listeners left the stadium because Georgians generally don't feel good when someone says Russians and Georgians are brothers and sisters. This concert organizers and the band later apologized in a written statement. Speaking of Russians in Georgia, on Tuesday the 15th, the Insider, an online newspaper owned by a Russian journalist, reported that Russian opposition journalists faced poisoning abroad due to their work. Irina Bablion, a journalist from Echo Moskvi, allegedly experienced poisoning in Georgia after relocating from Moscow to Tbilisi. She exhibited symptoms like weakness, dizziness, and palm plantar syndrome. Her condition worsened in Yerevan with stomach pains and nausea. Interestingly, in Berlin, her toxicology test samples vanished and police interrogated her. Subsequent tests didn't confirm poisoning. However, the report says unexplained clinical symptoms suggest exogenous poisoning. Trend of poisoning Kremlin critics as seen with Litvinenko, Navalny, and Skripal, boost the report's credibility. Sybil.ge reached out to the Interior Ministry for clarifications, but it has not responded yet. On Monday the 14th, it marked the 31st anniversary of the beginning of the war in Abkhazia. Prime Minister Yadakli Kharabashvili, Ruslan Abashidze, Chairman of the Government of the Autonomous Republic of Abkhazia, Shalva Papuashvili, Chairman of the Parliament, paid tribute to the memory of those who died in the war. Between 92 and 93, the Abkhaz separatists, backed by Russian government forces, North Caucasus militia, confronted Georgian government forces in Abkhazia. Throughout the conflict, the Abkhaz separatists, Russian government forces, and North Caucasian militias committed widespread human rights violations and atrocities, primarily targeting the Georgian civilian population. There were plenty of violations by the Georgians as well, particularly in the period when they controlled Sukhumi. According to Red Cross estimates, the death toll ranged from approximately 10,000 to 15,000 individuals, although some estimates occasionally soared as high as 30,000. Also, 250,000 to 280,000 Georgians became internally displaced, otherwise known as refugees, although they didn't officially cross an international border due to policy of ethnic cleansing. Moving on to updates on the deadly landslide in Racha. On Monday, the 14th, the United National Movement, or the Natsebi, announced the summoning of Vakhtang Gumalauri, interior minister to parliament, because of the tragedy. Other opposition parties also support the demand to summon the minister. However, Otsuneba's opposition to creating a parliamentary investigative commission raises the following questions. Why was there no SMS or text-based early warning system? Why the rescue operation started with a delay of three hours? Why the government decided not to ask for international help in the search and rescue operations? And what is the condition of the rescue equipment of the Emergency Situations Management Service? According to the latest information, the number of people who died as a result of the disaster has increased to 26. Next up, terrorism. On Tuesday the 15th, the Tbilisi City Court found Siskada Tokosashvili guilty of joining a foreign terrorist organization and assisting in terrorist activities. 2022, the State Security Service arrested him at the Tbilisi International Airport. Reportedly, the accused had joined the terrorist organization ISIS, or Daesh, 
he actively participated in armed operations conducted by the Islamic State in Syria. Court sentenced him to 12 years in prison. Continuing with regional news on Tuesday the 15th, Gennady Arviladze, Deputy Minister of Economy, announced the building of a multifunctional complex called Petra Sea Resort in the Ajada region. Complex will comprise 42 buildings with a 150-room, five-star branded hotel located in the central building. Arvaladze said that it will be an energy-efficient complex with a significant focus on recreational areas with pools, bars, cafes, restaurants, and gyms. Project total investment will be $236 million U.S. million. Founding company Petra Sea Resorts LTD belongs to three Georgian business people and an individual from the Emirates, according to Commerçant.ge. Arvaladze also said the project will become one of the major investments in the region. It will create hundreds of new jobs. Construction will be completed by the end of 2025. Speaking of construction, on Wednesday the 16th, workers building a kindergarten in the village of Kurd Gelahuri in Tel Aviv municipality held a protest because of unpaid salary. They said that they won't resume work until they receive their wages. Roughly 50 employees have reportedly quit the project due to salary not being paid, while those who remain are protesting in order to receive their wages. The workers said the total wage arrears is in the tens of thousands of Lodi. The initiative to build the kindergarten began in February under the directive of the Municipal Development Fund with a subcontractor company, Setabe Plus, which is in charge of the construction. The company has not issued any statements regarding the situation. On to financial news. On Tuesday the 15th, a local multimedia resource, Business Media Georgia, published information regarding RIA, a money transfer system that surpassed the Russian Unistream. According to the article, Georgia banks immediately ceased their collaboration with the Russia money transfer company Unistream following the U.S. Treasury Department's sanctions in July. Unistream, which held an average market share of around 30 to 35 percent of the total market transfers, had been the leading money transfer system in the Georgian financial market. Nevertheless, the July money transfer statistics indicated the decline in Unistream's share from 22 percent in June to 12 percent. RIA in Euronet Worldwide subsidiary emerged as a new leader in Georgia's money transfer market. Company share surged 22% in July, up from June's 17%. Some updates on Misha. On Thursday the 10th, a group of doctors, the ombudsman, had invited issued a conclusion regarding the health condition of Misha. They stated that Saakashvili's health is slowly getting worse. Doctors derived their conclusion only from documents they received from the Viva Med Clinic where Misha stays under arrest, they were not allowed to do a full in-person checkup of Saakashvili. According to the Ombudsman's office, Misha's health condition aligns with the assessment made in the previous report from the doctor's team of the public defender. Misha has a cognitive deficit, atasia, disorders that affect coordination, balance, and speech, hypothesia, among other diseases. Send this show with some news on wine. On Friday, the 11th, TBC Capital Brokers Research and Investment Company published its research on the alcoholic beverages sector. According to the report, the wine sector is growing in Georgia, and it has maintained a positive trend, especially after Russia lifted the embargo in 2013. 2022, official wine production reached 119 million liters, almost equal to the previous level achieved in 2021. Unsurprisingly, Russia remains one of the most important markets for Georgian wine. Regarding revenue, Russia's share of the total income of the Georgian wine industry, 64% in 2022, highest level recorded since 2014. Europe with 13%, Commonwealth of Independent States with 8% are among the top three markets for Georgian wine. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. 
Yes, we do Georgia updates, but we do so much more than that. Check out what else we do at Rorschach.com. Don't forget, you can always financially support us in the link in the show notes. Nach Bundes.